Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm here as your host, and I'm so excited to be here because I have something new for you today. So as you know, uh, as you've heard me say this uh, probably over 170 times or so, uh, you know, mindfulness practices that we talk about here, the, the essential word is practice, right? That, that, you know, simply, however, you know, it is true that, that learning these concepts is very important as well, okay? But, but if you're not going to practice them, it's going to not have have the same, you know, effect on the neuroplasticity of your brain and the the the, uh, the stress reduction and the emotional intelligence that I talk about is going to not be as strong. And so it's really, really important as you listen to these uh, episodes and as you try to do mindfulness on your own and try to affect your the changes in your life that we talk about here on this podcast, it's essential that you commit to doing some levels of practice. It doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours every day, but there has to be some commitment to doing, you know, even two or three minutes every day can make an enormous difference in your life. But, but you know, but learning all you want to learn about it and not doing two or three minutes a day is going to come up short. And I just like to be honest with you all. And the reason I bring that up today, uh, you know, even though I bring it up every day, um, is that I'm going to start something new starting today. It's Friday today that I'm recording this episode. And on Fridays from now on, I'm going to do what I'm calling informal practice Fridays. Okay. So we have on Wednesdays, I give you a, a formal guided meditation practice that you can do. It's, uh, sometimes it's not even a, a guided meditation. Sometimes it's just the instructions on how to do a self-guided meditation. But the idea is that on Wednesdays, we devote completely to practice on a formal level. So here on Fridays, I want to devote the day and the, the episode to an informal level of practice. And, and these can be just as important as the formal practices. In fact, a lot of ways they're even more important because, um, you know, if you're going to spend two or three minutes doing a, a formal meditation every day or just simply, you know, just training yourself to be mindful for two or three minutes every day, which I can certainly help you if you have any questions and I'll give you the information to get in touch with me at the end of this podcast. Um, but, but if you're going to just spend two or three minutes or even if you going to spend a lot of time doing those formal practices by adding, you know, these informal practices, these sort of little things we can do throughout our days, you know, whether that means, you know, you know, doing a, a mindfulness while you or, or eating something mindfully or, or, you know, doing laundry mindfully or, or cleaning mindfully or, or doing dishes or cooking having a cup of coffee, walking from your desk to the washroom or to the printer at work or whatever, if we can add mindfulness into these daily activities then and, and also do these little uh, informal practices in times where we start to feel ourselves needing them, uh, we, we can certainly, uh, at that point, we supplement and complement the formal practices that we do. And in the end, we, we come up with a much stronger level of, of practice that can, that can sort of bridge, you know, several different, um, you know, um, uh, several different areas of our lives. And, and this is how we, we get to a point where we're, where we're really getting the differences in our lives and we're really seeing the differences and feeling the differences and affecting the true change that we're looking to do. All right, so today I want to talk about this really awesome, um, you know, simple, uh, informal, uh, maybe semi-formal practice uh, that, that, that can really help in times of emotional overwhelm, okay? 
This practice I've learned from two different uh, two different people and two different teachers. Okay, I've I've learned it from uh, Dr. Daniel Siegel, who is uh, somebody I talk about a lot here. Uh, he's a he's a brilliant doctor who's written several books about uh, mindfulness and and uh, what he calls mind sight, which is sort of like a you know a, a particular type of mindfulness. He doesn't really call it mindfulness because he he kind of you know it's very very um, uh, non spiritual on his level. You know. Um, uh, and then I've also heard it from the more spiritual teachers like Tara Brock and Jack Cornfield. Um, and so the, the, the idea of this practice is, uh, or let me tell you the names first. So, so what Tara calls it is uh, naming what is true. Okay, and this is uh, this is a really good uh, way to to think about it. Uh, but however, Daniel Siegel, uh, Doctor Dan Siegel, he calls it name it to tame it, and I think that's even maybe a little bit more appropriate. Now, here's the thing, Dan Siegel, Doctor Dan Siegel has talked about this uh, in children's books. You know, books about how to deal with children and their and their emotional overwhelm. So this literally is a practice that can work for anybody at any age. So if you have young kids at home, or even if you have elderly people in your life, and and you know, and you want to help them out a little bit. This practice can be enormously helpful for anyone in any of those age groups. Okay, so it's it's based on the the science uh, of the brain. Okay, so so the way our brains work, right? We have two separate lobes of our brains, right? We have a right lobe and a left lobe, and the right lobe is responsible for our emotions, right? It's 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 the this sort of free spirit side of our brain, right? It's the it's the side of our brain that enjoys sitting down and looking at sunsets, it enjoys listening to music. It wants to uh, you know it wants to just make free associations of things. It wants to determine things through intuition rather than logic, right? Uh, whereas the left brain, speaking of logic, <laughs> is is rooted in logic, okay? It is very linear in its thinking. It is uh, It wants to label things. It wants to uh, list things, right? It wants to, you know, it wants to, um, I'm trying to think of another word for L because it loves the fact that I'm using L for all these different uh, terms, right? Because it's it, that's the way the, the brain, the left brain works, right? It's very, very logical. So it wants to do math. It wants to alphabetize things. It wants to... Um, arrange things on a desk in, in ascending or descending order. You know, it, it really thrives on that kind of, uh, you know, order and logic and labels and, and things of this nature, linear uh, things of this nature, right? So the idea is that the reason why our brains have these two separate functions, right? The, the two sides of our brains have these two separate functions is because they're meant to act in sort of counterbalance with one another, right? The, the right side is meant to, uh, is meant to counterbalance the, the left side and, and allow us to be a little bit free. However, the, the left side is what, is what holds the right side down from becoming just completely, you know, just overly, you know, like, uh, you know, completely so, you know, spiritually minded or so connected to, to the universe that we couldn't even function, right? In fact, there's a really great, um, great uh, 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 TED Talk on YouTube, um, also a book uh, by a doctor named Jill Bolte-Taylor, uh, B-O-L-T-E uh, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. She was a neuroanatomist, or still is a neuroanatomist, meaning she studies the, the, the anatomy of the brain, you know, and, um, and she had a stroke one morning. Right as she was, uh, and and her uh, her her book and the and the video is called My Stroke of Insight. Check it out; it is amazing because this woman who knows so much about how the brain works. Right, one morning she was getting ready for work. She was in the shower, 
And just all of a sudden she had a stroke and the way that her stroke happened or the, the place within her brain that the stroke happened was on the left side of her brain in a particular place where it literally just shut down that whole logic center of her brain, right? And so literally she just turned off that side of her brain and became, you know, she describes it like she was a, a whale floating in the infinite universe. Like it's just amazing the kind of things that she saw during this, um, during this time. But, you know, as beautiful as it was and as wonderful as it felt, you know, she couldn't function like that, you know. So that's where, you know, what I'm telling you here is that is that the left brain, the logic and the sort of, you know, the sobriety of the left brain is what allows us to function as human beings. If we didn't have the left brain, we would just be, you know, completely, we'd just sit there in awe all day long. You know, that's kind of how uh, she described it. And so... So the, the way that this, uh, so, so, so knowing that that's how the science of the brain works, right? When, when you're feeling a sense of emotional overwhelm, right? When you're feeling like you're, you're about to just cry or, or you just, you know, you're feeling like you're shaking with, with emotions, like you're, you're going to just lose it. Like you can't, you you can't focus on anything. You just feel completely like, like you're about to just, you know, just blow up, right? What that means is that's a good sign that you have a, a level of energy on your right side, which is out of balance, right? You, you, most of the energy in your brain is on the right side, right? And, and you can tell this when, you know, when, when you feel like, um, you know, in your thoughts, it would feel like a, a thought of victimhood or, or, you know, or sort of, uh, you know, feeling trapped, right? Uh, and and uh, on your, in your body, it would feel like, like a shaking or like a, tension and a, you know, and just a, a, a you know, a, a quivering, if you will, right? And in your emotions, it would feel like you're just being hijacked. It would feel like you just don't have control over your emotions, right? When you feel those things, that's a clear sign that you have been, you, you're, you're, the brain in your brain the energy is more on the right side than it is on the on the left side which means that you're out of balance okay and so here's the practice of of naming it to tame it right or or naming what is true as Tara Brock says what you want to do is you want to you want to you know because at that point all of that energy in your brain is on the right side what you want to do is you want to draw some of that energy back to the left side so that you can balance it out Okay, and by balancing it out, you will calm down and you'll be able to move on with whatever's going on in your day without feeling this level of emotional overwhelm and hijack feeling. And you'll be able to just sort of like get whatever it is you need to get done. You'll be able to get done. Okay. And, um, and so, so the way it works is very, very simple. Okay. Because remember the, the left side of your brain is all about labeling. It's all about, you know, like logic and, and, you know, and, and, you know, linear organization, right? So, so what you want to do is when your when your brain is lopsided on the right side, meaning all the energy is on your emotions and that that right side of your brain. By naming what it is that you're feeling, like literally just coming up with words to describe what you're feeling, you will draw that energy from the right side um, through the corpus callosum uh, onto the left side of your brain, and that will balance you out, and it will get you feeling better. It will get you calmed down, and it will get you into a place of 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 you know of of you know sort of um, you know relative calm so that you can you can deal with whatever's you know triggering you in the first place right in a way that's going to be constructive for you and most of all it's going to then reduce your stress right because when you're in a place of emotional overwhelm normally there's some level of fear involved even if you don't perceive that fear it's there and and when there's fear involved that's when the stress response happens right 
So not only is your brain going haywire, but your body's all going haywire too, right? You're, you're feeling, um, you know, uh, you know, your heart rate and your blood pressure and your, your respiratory system and all kinds of systems of your, your brain and your body are all just not working normally, right? And they're, and they're working in a, a state of hyperarousal, which is not good for you, okay? That's the, that's the uh, survival mode of your body, right? It's not the way to thrive. So now what happens in the other direction, right? Like how do you know when the brain, when your left brain has more energy than your right brain, okay? I just told you how to name it to tame it, to, to just, you know, by, and again, the, the idea of this practice is literally just call out what you're feeling, okay? Say, say anger, you know, fear, shame, uh, you know, embarrassment, uh, humiliation, you know, just keep naming things that you're feeling and try to get down to the bottom of what it is that you're feeling. And, and if you do that for like 30 to 60 seconds, that's usually all it takes to start feeling calm and start to get control over what's happening in your, in your mind and your body. Okay. So that's if, if everything's on the right side of your brain, you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed. What happens when things are on the left side of your brain? Well, what that looks like is is over analytical. It looks like the the inability to make a decision. It, it looks like um, you know, like like just trying to overthink things and and just kind of feeling stuck, right? Um, like a deer in the headlights, if you will, right? Um, and so so that what that means is that is that all the energy is on the left side of your brain, right? And you you can't stop your your logic center from trying to figure everything out. But a lot of times that's not all we need. What we need is a little bit of gut instinct and a little bit of emotional understanding as well, right? And so that's why you have the two sides of your brain that work so differently and, and counteractively to one another. So in, in those cases, when you're, you know, you're, you, the thoughts that you might have are, are just sort of be feeling like trapped in a cycle of thought, um, you know, you, you might, you know, feel like an emotional, emotionally, you might feel like you're, you know, like a deer in the headlights. Um, and, and in your body, you might feel like you're, you're just really tense and really like tight right that's a good sign that you're you're you know that, that what's going on is you have more energy on your left side of your brain than you do on the right side of your brain so to counteract that the last thing you want to do is start to name things because that's what's get you know that's where you're at already right so you want to go the other way now the thing about the right side of your brain is that while it is all this emotional and, and spiritual and, and connectivity and everything, it's also the side of your brain that is connected to your body, right? When, when signals from your body come into the brain, they come through that right side, okay? So, so the way to draw the energy from the left side to the right side is by simply checking in with your body. Okay, now there's a couple of different ways to do it. Now, number one, the, probably the easiest way to do it is to check in with your five senses. Okay, close your eyes, you know, breathe for a few seconds, just feel your, you know, locate your energy or your attention on the abdomen for just like 10 seconds, right? As you just draw in breath from your abdomen, just, you know, just let the abdomen rise and fall for 10 seconds, right? Now close your eyes and, and, and examine what color the light coming in through your eyelids looks like. Okay, if you're in a bright room, it's going to be very red. If you're in a darker room, uh, it might be like a blue or a green or, or something. Just check in with what it is. You know, don't, don't go crazy trying to describe it. Just notice it. Okay, now 
he sense anything you can hear, right? Just 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 open yourself up to anything you can hear in in the surrounding area, right? Maybe somebody next door, maybe somebody in the room of another room of the house, maybe you hear water running somewhere, maybe you hear a dog barking or a plane flying overhead. Just spend 5 or 10 seconds just focusing on what your ears are telling you. Same thing with your nose, same thing with what you taste, okay? Just examine what's happening in your mouth at any given moment, right? Right right at that moment. Um, you know, a lot of times we don't pay attention to our taste unless we're, you know, eating or drinking something, but that doesn't mean that our taste buds are not active, right? They're, they're always active. And so, so there's, there's always a taste in your mouth, no matter how subtle it might be. All right, so check in with that for a moment. And then, and then check in with your sense of touch. And the way that I tell people to do this is, is make sure your feet are flat on the floor and just feel the bottoms of your feet as they rest on the floor. Okay, maybe you have socks and shoes on. Maybe your feet feel a little like moist and clammy, or maybe they feel dry and cold, or maybe they're somewhere in between. Just and again, don't don't try to label it. Don't try to like say what it feels like, but just simply be present with what that feeling is. Okay. Now, after you've done that for about maybe a minute or so, now just check in with your whole body and just see where you feel tension or where you feel loose or where you feel any kind of temperature change. Changes or or any sensations that you feel throughout your body, my my guess is that if you do either of these, right, naming it for for two minutes or or uh, or sensing into your body for two minutes, in either case, whichever overwhelm you have, whether it's a left side overwhelm or a right side overwhelm, you will balance out and you will feel much better. Your stress levels will come down. Your body will start to regulate and get into homeostasis, and at that point, you will be able to function in a way that is going to serve you and get you through whatever it is that had triggered you. All right, so if you want any more information about this, if you have any questions, uh, you're free to contact me via my email, which is art at artburnscoaching.com, or you can go onto my website and schedule a call. I do a free consultation. Uh, It's only about 15 minutes or so. there's no obligation, okay? There's nothing like, you know, it's not like a sales call. It's just here to provide information to you. If you want to know how to get into my uh, my programs, either a group program or a one-on-one program, that would be a good time to do it. But that's, you know, I won't push it on you <laughs> until you ask for it, okay? I just like to say that because I, I don't want people to feel like, oh, I get on the phone with him. He's going to try to sell me something. It's not about that. It's just about supporting you, okay? Um, and, and sometimes the way to support you is to get you into my program because some people need that. And some people, believe me, people who have gone through my program benefit in ways that are hard for me to describe. And I can even tell you about that. And I can give you their testimonials when we talk, if that's what you're interested in. Okay. But to schedule that call, all you have to do is go to my website, artburnscoaching.com. Uh, right there on the front page, there's a button that says free phone consultation. Click that. You'll go into my calendar program. You'll find a date and a time that works for you. That's open for me. It's been cross-referenced to different calendars, so I don't overbook. And, um, and you just simply put in some basic information, your name, your email, your phone number. Tell me if you want a video call or, or just a telephone call and, uh, and we'll be set and we can just, you know, we'll have our call and, uh, and I'll help you in any way I can. All right, everybody. So I hope to talk to you soon because I really do love to hear from people. Uh, so with that, I'm going to say ta-ta and uh, I hope you all have a great day today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll be back again on Monday with some more great content for you. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye.